Welcome to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rattan. With over 30 years in leadership, Al is ready to share his struggles and successes to help you change your mindset and become the leader you want to be. Learn what it takes to be a successful leader and hear from other entrepreneurs as they share their leadership journeys. It's time for you to lead your team or organization to their full potential. Let's get started. Here is your host, Al Rattan. All right, everyone, welcome to another edition of Lead from the Driver's Seat. I'm Al Rattan. It is great to have you here with us. And tonight I have a special guest, Karina Bookert. Bickert, I said that wrong already. Bickert, sorry. Karina. Okay. You know, believe it or not, Karina have been friends for a long time. I seem to struggle with last names, but most people struggle with my last name too. So it's just, it's one of those things in life. That's exactly it. And it, you know what? It's not, it's my last name. It's not my first name, right? It doesn't really, I've been called so much worse. Don't even, don't <laughs> so, even, don't me even. Too. <laughs> me too. I still remember back in high school when, you know, the first day of class and you go all the different classes and the teachers mm -hmm. are calling out. And by the end of the day, I was so frustrated. I'd get angry when they'd pronounce mm -hmm. my name wrong. But anyways, well, that's- I was that's, a dick. My, my maiden name was Dick. So, you know, we're fine. We're fine. There, okay, you're good <laughs> to go. So Karina, I've known you for a couple of years now. You, you are, you know, also, you're a, a, a fairly new council person, councilwoman with the city of Winkler. You're in what, year three? Year two still. You're two still. Wow. Excellent. And you're also, explain your other job because you are a multi-talented, multifaceted woman and care, wear many hats. So besides being a mom and a counselor and a wife, maybe not in that order, maybe in that order, you also work with a company called Innkeepers. So describe that uh, business a little bit. Yep. So I work for Innkeepers. It's an umbrella company, basically, that oversees and owns uh, six different hotels, five in Manitoba and one in Alberta. So I do the sales and marketing basically for all of six of the properties. And one of them being here in Winkler, the quality and suites in Winkler, which is a full service property. So it has restaurant, lounge, cold beer store, the whole nine yards, conference center. Nine yards. So, and it's, yeah. it's great. It's actually, it's a really great facility. Like we were chatting beforehand. It's, it's my, it's my go-to breakfast place when restaurants are open for dine-in service. That is, it's my go-to restaurant place. Yeah, um, and I've, I've stayed there. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I know Jake, the general manager and yep. you, and I mean, we've always been treated very well there. So it's good to have, um, it's good to have a facility of that quality in the area for sure. Well, we appreciate the business. So I guess, um, COVID-19, you know, and we're, we're, <laughs> we're in the middle of that. It, you know, it's, um, recording this on May 25th of 2020 and we're sort of starting to see some reopening of some different things with COVID-19. Mm. But, uh, you know, just your thoughts, it can't have been an easy few months in the hotel industry. Yeah, that would be one way of saying that, yes. <laughs> um, it has been definitely an interesting road. Um, it caught like pandemics like this have, or have a great opportunity and have they seem to bring out the worst and your weaknesses. And um, a lot of people looked at it and panicked and a lot of people looked at it as opportunity. And it really shows um, people's leadership abilities during this, the, these panic moments, right? And so it was very Absolutely. interesting um, being in the tourism industry and seeing how everybody responded, right? Um, I, on behalf of a city councilor, I sit on several tourism boards as well. And so 
just it being so much bigger than just the hotel industry, also the food and beverage industry and like Absolutely. just so much. And there's a lot of people that have hurt very, very much in the last couple of months. And so um, it's been very interesting to say the least. Been very yeah. sad to see like businesses shutting down. Like there were brand new hotels down the street that closed their doors. How yeah. sad, like yeah. very sad, but yeah. It's it's definitely been a challenging time for for all businesses and for everybody involved, right? I mean, it's it's tragic with the loss of life and and the loss of business and the financial impact it's going to have on us for many years to come uh, yeah. because of government bailouts and such. But you know, so I, I just want you know we want to focus on sort of how how have you uh, led through this crisis. And that's sort of, we, because I think that uh, people that are living through it and even, um, you know, I don't want to, are we succeeding through it? I don't know if we're succeeding, but you know, we're pushing through, remaining positive, remaining steadfast, remaining diligent, all these, all these buzzwords. Mm -hmm. um, I think you, your insight into what your experiences are through this could actually help others. So, yeah. you know, a few, a few of the questions I want to ask you are going to be around the COVID related things. And you can look at it from, from your role with innkeepers, from your role as a counselor or from mm -hmm. you personally. Mm -hmm. So the first question is what have you done to support your team through this crisis? Um, we went through unfortunately layoffs and temporary layoffs due to this. And to say that that's difficult, a person who has to lay somebody off, I, my heart breaks for them. Like mm -hmm. the, because you think of their mortgage, you think of their kids, you think of all of these things. And yes, the government had uh, subsidy options available to them, but you know, I don't, sometimes you have people that need to stay busy. They need to stay productive. Yeah. They need to stay. And it's a survival thing. Right. And my mom has always taught me that when I was growing up, that if you were sick, you just shut up and work. That's what she's always told me. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you, because me distraction, right. <laughs> Distraction yep. is key. Like, and yes, you can go too far as workaholics and so on. But um, so it's, it was a difficult time. The first couple of weeks were definitely um, a day by day challenge. And you just try to see the positive and everything. And um, we went to um, daily conference calls with all of our managers um, on the calls to just touch base with every hotel. How are you doing? How is your team doing? Um, how can we better support you? Um, what do you need and how, how do you feel more is almost more important than how the numbers are. You give right. up at some point in this industry, you just, you have to literally as difficult as this, and I'm not the owner, so I can, I can say this a little bit easier than the owners would, but um, you literally have to turn off the numbers part of it because these are people. And um, once you start looking at it as the person and the emotional impact that that person is carrying is, that's when things changed. And so once we started looking at the, as people, as people, not as a business necessarily, right? right? Yeah. Changed the game. And so that was a big thing for us is having those conference calls and just touching base every day. Right. And just checking in with everybody, making sure that everybody felt okay. Not right. You don't have to be positive every day, man. No, there are some days, like, let's be real about that. Like there are some days where let me just, whoa, me, whoa, me. Yeah. But that's part of it, right? And you pick yourself up the next day and you you go from there, right? But. I think that's, you know, 
a sign of a good leadership to say, okay, you know what, we need to put the numbers aside for a little while and just mm -hmm. focus on the people part mm -hmm. of things. But then also to take the time mm -hmm. to do those check-ins. Um, I think it shows the team that, you know, okay, we're not just an employee number, right? right. We, we are, we're a family, right? That's we're right. a family. You work closely with these people every, I always say we, you know, if you're in, if you're in the workplace, you, you usually end up spending more time with your coworkers, more waking hours with your coworkers than you do with your own family. It's true. So it's they do totally become true. an extended family. So the importance of, of leadership through this crisis to actually take the time and check in is, mm -hmm. is priceless in my opinion. That's exactly it. I also had to come to a point um, where, and maybe this came on a council side earlier than it came on a work side, but um, of having to recognize that everybody is responding and acting in fear. Absolutely. And that is different for everybody because everybody's perspective, everybody's previous history, everybody's uh, scenarios and situations are all unique. And mm -hmm. so we, when people, when people got upset about the government is controlling us or whatever, you have to understand that they're speaking out of a place of fear. And yeah. so uh, once I started hearing it out of that, under that, uh, that mindset of trying to understand them, that's when I was able to shift and into a positive, we're going to get through this on the better end of this, because we all need to be in this together. And the only way that we can help and support each other is with compassion and kindness. And if we don't try to put ourselves in their shoes and understand where they're coming from, we're just going to be hitting a wall continuously. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's just going to, that fear breeds fear breeds fear, right? And, and where does it end? So that actually brings me to the next question. How have you remained positive and focused throughout this time we are living through? Day by day. I, like there are days where, yes, this is not an easy task. I work from home right now um, on the most part. And so working full time from home um, while doing my council duties from home on top of it, um, while trying to help my kids who are 17 and 14. So man, their math, there's no way I can understand that. But like, I know how to Google things really well. And so trying to manage all of those things, um, it's different every day. There are some days where I absolutely just have to say, you know what, you failed at work today, but you won as a mom. And as long as I win oh, on one awesome. thing, I'm okay. okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. So having that victory. No, exactly. You know, and it's not always going to be positive, but it's nice to know that you, you know, you can look at it from these, you know, three different things, counselor, you yeah. know, leader to mom, right. Yeah. To, to spouse, right. Yeah. You know, I, did I win in one area today? Yes. Great. Let's celebrate that. And that gets exactly. us to the next day. I, I, <laughs> I sympathize with you. I mean, my, my children are grown now, so I don't have to worry about it, but I still remember, remember back helping, uh, sitting around the dining room table, trying to help my kids with their math. And I, I realized that uh, I am not smarter than a fifth no. grader. Right? Oh, like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> They're so much smarter than me. And I don't even know, like, they started laughing at me when I try. I just stopped trying. It doesn't, it's fine. That is not my thing. It's fine. <laughs> no. And, and, you know, and let's be real here. How much math have we used from high school? Come on. In Come, on. Come on. Okay. Anyway. And at the end of it, I want those teachers <laughs> to be like, Krina, at least your kid is not an emotional disaster right now, right? Yeah. We can teach the other things. We can't fix the emotional part. So let's just 
take it back a little bit. I, <laughs> I am not a homeschool mom. I am not even faking that. I am. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, no, I was not a home homeschool dad, and my wife was not a homeschool mom. We we struggled. Uh, we probably got more frustrated than the kids did. Yeah trying yeah. to help them through. And I'm that. sure there's a lot of parents out there right now that are going, uh-huh, yeah, I hear you. That's exactly it. I was actually having lunch today and I said, one of my friends said to me too, I would rather teach 10 other kids than have to teach my own child because mm -hmm. you have a different relationship. And for you to morph into this other, it doesn't, sometimes it just does not work. No, no, no. Um, no. <laughs> you have a whole new level of respect for for the teachers of 100 percent going 100%. through this right yeah, yeah. yeah exactly like we it. ain't we ain't paying them enough mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> there's so many people there are so many people who need raises for the rest of their life <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely i agree so you know obviously you, you said you're still working from home you're still so you're still doing city you're still trying to you know help run and and manage the city what what in what ways have you um, motivated those around you during this during this time? So you say yourself, okay, I had you know if I can get a win in one area each day, I'm fantastic. That get that gets me through. But what have you done to help those around you stay motivated to carry on? Um, that's a scary question to ask because I'm sure other people that there are some people who feel that I have not motivated and that I've probably done damage. And you know we can't be. Uh, one thing to everybody. And so mm -hmm. um, what we can control is what we can control. And so I focus on um, trying to, I can be a pessimistic pers person. It's my, it's like human nature, right? And so it's something yeah. that I'm very consciously aware of. And so I, I try very hard to speak kindness and speak positivity and speak opportunity rather than speak headache and frustration and roadblock and restriction what you're safe you're you know i tried to shift right. words in order to um encourage seeing things from a different perspective and if we can yeah i think that that's that's been the biggest thing um i also have steph claus who's my assistant and she's phenomenal and um she struggles too she has a great like a six-year-old at home and a 13-year-old and trying to do work full-time with that right like there are so many people at so many different levels and maybe we just need to drop all expectations. Maybe we just need to start saying, I don't expect eight hours out of you from work. Maybe right. just get, like if you can get more efficient and focused, maybe you can do it in three or whatever, right? Like let's yeah. just have some more grace. I, I'm such an advocate for grace. And if we, I, if anything, I would hope that I have encouraged people to see from a different perspective rather That's than awesome. from their own. And I appreciate your vulnerability there too, because, you know, uh, people that are in leadership roles, we're still human, right? We still have, we still have emotions and feelings and family things and kids and other, you know, we are, we are, we're struggling with you through this, but I love that word, that grace, right? To yeah. be able to show others a little bit of grace during this time. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm, I'm very proud of our community right? You know, here we're in Southern Manitoba and we're smaller communities in what they call the Pemina Valley. And, and we have, uh, we've been blessed with, with a lot of really innovative ideas and businesses coming together and volunteers showing up to help stock grocery store shelves. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it's, it, 
it honestly has blown my mind a little bit to the generosity and the grace mm -hmm. that's shown in this community during this time. I very much agree. As Winkler's motto used to be, or is whatever, um, where people make the difference. Mm -hmm. Amen. Like, and sometimes I think that that's a piece of leadership that we often overlook. Sometimes when you know you have the good people out there, sometimes the best thing that you can do as a leader is just get out of their way. <laughs> exactly and let them do it because they are doing it well right if we can support them in how they're doing it rather than um feeling like we need to guide maybe leadership isn't all just about guiding right maybe mm -hmm. it's about also letting them step up and just assisting where you can right absolutely I loved uh, Chris Hogan at Live to Lead last year. I think you were there. I, I, and I still, I still quote him all the time, but he talked a lot about servant leadership during that, during that broadcast. And he said three questions he asks everyone on his team every week. How are you doing? And actually listen to how they're doing, right? So hear that. What are you working on? And how can I help, right? And so giving them that freedom and that leeway to stretch their wings a little bit and see exactly. what they can accomplish on their own and being there to support them and encourage them yeah. along the way. That's powerful. Exactly. Really exactly. good. I would agree. So I have, I have two questions for you. I have two more questions for you. And if you want to add anything in by all means, or if you want to bring up anything by all means, but one, what have you learned about Karina during this time personally? What have you learned about you during this time? You know, I am now 38. And I have grown an awful lot in the last five years. And I have really, I've, I used to have this whole self-hatred um, part about me. And I'm, I've really matured in that where I'm, I'm learning to be comfortable in my own skin and just being okay awesome. with where I am. And um, I used to believe that I was like this drama queen who just loved all this drama that's not actually it. I just am a high energy kind of a person. So it's mm -hmm. not necessarily. And so that's something that I've definitely learned is that it's not necessarily the drama that, that I was interested in. I was more interested in the, in the passionate, the passion behind things. Right. Like, right. So, yeah. And I'm actually a pretty calm person. If you take away my schedule, I did not think <laughs> like, let me just say that I prayed to God on a regular basis thinking, how can I make this all work? Like, I sit on 13 committees. I work my bum off at six different hotels. Mom, blah, 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 blah. I could be overwhelmed if I allowed myself to get there. How could I ever drop something? I couldn't figure that one out. Like, what would you drop? Well, what, what are you going to just hang, like, let your kids get out? I don't know. Like, how would that work? Right. But all of a sudden, this happened. And it's interesting how all of a sudden now I can sit back and think and like now you can be like strategic and it's so interesting how that happens right like and I see it as an opportunity more than I see it as a and so um there are I'm, I'm really thriving in the stillness of this season and that's awesome and I mean yes not to make light of oh, COVID-19 right. in any way but I agree with you it's forced us mm -hmm. to slow down exactly and I hope that we don't rush back right? I yeah. hope that we, we prioritize the things that we should have been prioritizing before. We were all on such a high and, you know, maybe it's okay for us to slow it down a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, and and I, I, 
I agree. Like I, I wholeheartedly agree. It's refocused a lot of people on what really matters, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 we've had families now that have been able to actually spend time together and thrive and enjoy each other's company again. Right. And um, you know, because we haven't had all the distractions of the sporting. I had one person I know, and and you know what? I, I like I like mini donuts. So Harvest Festival is a good time of the year for me because I like my mini donuts. I'm sorry. And yeah, I know. And, and corn and apple, again, another festival we have in the area and we plum fest. So I'll, I have one person say to me, he goes, this is going to be in a, a great summer. You know, no kids sports to be at every night oh. or every weekend. No, not all this extra stuff to do for all these events because all of them are canceled. Sad in a good way, sad in a, in a, in a certain way, but yeah. you know, maybe, maybe good in another way for some anyways, right? Yeah. That'll be able to experience maybe a relaxing summer at yeah. home with the family instead of running in 20 different directions all the That's time. That's exactly it. So you said one thing, you're on these committees, you're your mom, you're running you know, the, this part of the hotel business and council. What's one piece of advice you would give to moms mm-hmm. out there that are being pulled moms. in so many directions? Oh man, just be good to yourself. Like we, we expect so much from ourselves. Like we, I wish that people would just not only have grace on the person in front of you, but have grace on yourself you can't expect yourself to do it all. And you can't expect, um, you can't expect everything out of yourself. And it's okay to have bad days. That's okay. We all have bad days. We all yell at our, okay. We all have bad days where we're not like. <laughs> Don't admit anything here. Well, <laughs> we've we all yelled at our kids. Okay. We've all yelled we at our all kids. Yell Let's just face it. Everybody Let's has. Just be real about it. Right. Like yeah. I think too often we hold ourselves to such a high standard and just give yourself some grace and understanding in the fact that seasons of life, yo, like. Yeah. We all go through seasons of life. I have had many seasons. I ran a home daycare once. Like, what? Oh my gosh. Like, I got 50 nieces and nephews. Like, I got enough kids. Anyways, we all have seasons of life where we need to just focus in and not necessarily step outside of that and just enjoy and be okay with where you are and have grace on yourself where you are. Yeah, I think we as human beings tend to be a little harder on ourselves than others are. And it's amazing, even though you mess up as a parent, your kids still love you, right? Thank God God for that. Because (laughs) I would be a hot mess if that was not the case. I that's not that's a daily prayer of mine is Lord, just fill in the fill in the spots where I have lacked today yeah, as a parent. Because I've lacked pretty greatly in oh. certain areas myself. I hear oh, you. Like yeah. I have. I yep. stood up at my son's wedding last August and uh, and said, you know what? I have not been a great father. Yeah. But you know, you've turned out to be an excellent young man, right? So yep. yeah, for sure. I appreciate that, Karina. I have I have one more question for you and I'll let you go. And right. I want to, you know, just thank you for this. So the name of my podcast is Lead from the Driver's Seat. If I say Lead from the Driver's Seat, what does that mean to you? Um, I think what that means to me is sometimes the best part about being on a road trip is not driving. Sometimes you get to enjoy, but it is very dependent on the, the driver's seat. And so lead from the driver's seat, I wouldn't, I would, I would think of uh, the emotions that are 
that are, the driver is feeling and how the people and the passengers within the vehicle are are exposed to it and cool. how yeah we can lead through not necessarily driving anywhere but just how we are impacted by the person in that seat that's awesome thank yeah. you for that well again karina i thank you for taking some okay. your some of your extremely busy schedule and squeezing me in for a few minutes here yes. to to chat it's not even that bad anymore al it's really not that's good that's good uh, but you know what I do and I, you know what I sincerely I value your friendship you've always been a great you know you're you know the company you work for quality in uh, one of the hotels is also a partner with live to lead yes. which is coming in October uh, one way or another live to lead is coming in October we've got some great speakers lined up so you've been a partner in that you've been a friend and and I appreciate you so thank you very much for coming on tonight oh I thank you Al. thanks for leading so well you do a great job thank you Thanks for listening to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rutan. Al would love to hear from you. Reach out anytime at www.alrutan.com or hello at alrutan.com.